Hello, everyone. Today, I got Matt Thrash, part of SoCal Wrestling and Retro Rental Review. My name yes. is Stephen Jarvis. That's Matt Thrash. Andy couldn't be here, but that's okay. Andy's a good guy, so is Matt. Matt's going to talk a lot of shit. He's even going to talk about the Rumble, because yes. Mark didn't tell me to mention that. But hey, I'll say it anyway. <laughs> so, Matt, how are you doing today? I'm good, man. I'm good. You know, uh, actually, I I didn't even know that we were on this podcast today. And Andy, like, calls me up and he goes, uh, hey, dude, uh, any chance you could join this podcast? I'm like, what podcast? So I apologize. I'm not uh, – I wasn't uh, as involved, but, you know, I'm here now. So let's get it rolling, baby. Hell, yeah. So part of SoCal Wrestling – How'd that get started? So, like, what do you mean? How I got started or how SoCal Pro Wrestling got started? How it got started and then also how you got started with it, I should probably. Okay. Well, question. so all of us back in the day when, um, when we started wrestling, a lot of us came from this company called uh, Southwestern Alliance of Wrestling. And that was run by Mike Rapata. Um, Mike Rapata was actually the Colorado kid, um, who was NWA heavyweight champion. He was also on WCW. Hell, I even saw him wrestle Jerry Lawler in a main event on raw, like back in the day. Um, so this guy, you know, he knew his shit. Um, well, Mike kind of, we, we all kind of had a, like a falling out with Mike, you know, myself, Andy and Trevor, um, who became anchors away. Um, Jeff Dino, who's actually the promoter of SoCal Pro Wrestling, um, they all like just kind of met one day and were just kind of talking about how, you know, how fed up they are with SAW and how fed up they are with like Mike and, and kind of like his his weird antics. Like he wanted to do like this like uh, like comic book battle royal where like the Joker, someone dressed up like the Joker and came out and hit a bomb under the ring. And Mike would come out just like Superman and he'd like look for the bomb and shit. And that would be like the whole show. So we were just like, eh, man, you know, that's not really wrestling to us. But, um, you know, Andy, Trevor and Jeff Dino all met like at a de- at a Denny's or something. And they were just kind of talking about, hey, you know, what? like, you know, I should take like up north, Jeff. And then Andy and Trevor would take down south. And they did. Uh, you know, Andy and Trevor started New Wave. Jeff started SoCal Pro Wrestling, and SoCal Pro Wrestling is still going strong, baby. I mean, it's it's actually really cool to see how that company has evolved over the years. So that's the story, the skinny. What started your love for wrestling in general and even the wrestling business? Oh, man, you know, uh, so my dad was actually a professional bodybuilder. Um, and I remember seeing him as a kid, like, you know, always seeing him like, you know, getting, just going to the gym, eating lean, you know, and, and it was just like, this just like constant, like thing, you know, this, this, this whole show. And I'm like, God, I can't do that. That's like way too much discipline. But then I turn on the TV and I got, you know, like, you know, the Hulkster and, you know, like Earthquake and all these other fat guys, and they're on TV and doing their thing, slamming each other around. I'm like, I can't do that shit, but I can do this shit. <laughs> so, you know, it just just kind of seeing, like, those over-the-top uh, personas and characters, like 
always like was a draw for me. And, um, you know, when I had my opportunity in you know, the early 2000s, I ran with it. Simple as that. Well, leave it up to Mark to try and crash the chat. Of course um, he did. Leave it up know, to Mark, half guy, half owner of talking shit. Well, see, as soon as he knew you were coming on, or you and Andy were coming on, um, he's giving me a bunch of shit, and he's like, well, if you fuck up, at least, you know, they'll talk shit about it. And I was just like, yeah. Yeah, he loves us. I oh, think, I know I he does. He, I, think he has, I think he has a little obsession, a little crush on Andy, so. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, you know, that is Mark. I mean, he had Bryce Tucker on for three times now, so, you know. Right? It, 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 there's got to be a man crush in there. Not, not, and for all the people that are probably looking to cancel my ass. Uh, <laughs> there's nothing know. wrong. There's nothing wrong with that in 2023. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm surprised I haven't got canceled yet. But uh, I, it was so interesting when I watched you guys on the Talking Shit show that I was like, God, I got to have both them on there. And if I don't get both, at least either have Matt or Andy. So well, I at you. least got one half of you guys. So, Well, thank you. I mean, you know, I'm happy to be here. I'm, I, hey, I appreciate you coming on, man. Yeah. Um, so with Retro Rental Review, yes. how'd that come about? So, you know, Andy and I, uh, we started hanging out when um, – I actually joined New Wave Pro Wrestling, you know, the company that he was actually, you know, co-owner of. And we always, you know, I'd, I'd always go over to his house because he had a house over in La Mesa. And we'd always hang out. We'd watch like these old movies and we'd play like, you know, PS2 games. And like we were just so like, like our chemistry together is just amazing. And um uh, you know, I, I remember we would go over there. We we just like talk, and and Andy was always huge into like YouTube and stuff like that. And he even told me back in the day, he's like, one of these days, I'm gonna have my own thing. You know, I'm gonna be on this shit, and then, and then they will be sorry. <laughs> uh, and uh, you know, I'll be dipped in shit if I wasn't. You know, on uh, I think I was on Facebook one day, and. Andy started having these these videos come on prepared and I just started laughing my ass off and we started talking and he was like, yeah, dude, I, st I still want to do I still want to do like a retro kind of movie review thing. And, you know, I was actually sitting there going, yeah, that'd be really fun. And my wife, who was actually sitting there, she was actually like coming up with names for it. And she goes, well, what about like retro rental something? And I'm like, what about the retro rental review? And she's like, oh, yeah, that's good. And I sent it to Andy, and Andy's like, oh, I love it. And he had a logo made, like, in 10 minutes. Like, the, the, man, the man is a magician on the computer. I, I don't know where he learned it. But, you know, he just, like, sends me this logo. He's like, this is it. And then I think the next day he sends me the opening. And ever since then, I'm just like, yeah, I'm all, I'm all for it. Yeah, so, yeah, we're having a lot of fun. We're having a lot of fun doing what we're doing. You you can't go wrong with the old school stuff. I mean, you yeah, you got we got Xboxes now. We got Sony still. Um, but see, a lot of these kids they don't know about the nostalgia. They don't oh. know about the old stuff. You know, like uh, 
We even do a solo series where we play, uh, you know, like old school games from like Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, NES. And, you know, you know, the goal is to get these kids nowadays to play these games, watch these movies, check out these commercials, you know, just just check out what we had as kids so that maybe it can like spark their interest. And, and maybe my hope, my hope is somebody like goes, you know what? Those guys are right. It's all about the old school. And, you know, somebody creates something that's just magical and glorious. And, and you know, I always I always bring it back to, uh, I don't know if you listen, uh, there, there's a band called Carpenter Brute. And they're like this, this German, like, kind of like techno, synthy, pop band. But they have this song called Turbo Killer. And, and the video is just like this like this 80s, like just badass, just awesome video. Like, like think of like Kung Fury. And okay. every time I see that video, I'm like, yes, you know, if, if I can help influence somebody to make something like this and it becomes a movie or a franchise and, you know, that's what we're watching, you know, 20 plus years from now. Yes. <laughs> but, um, you know, yeah, that's that's just my hope, and you know, I know, I know, uh, Andy likes doing it just because Andy, Andy is incredible. You know, that guy, he takes on so many different projects. You know, he does he does his own YouTube thing, and in, in which he's very famous. Um, like, I can't remember how many followers he has, but he's he's got a bunch of followers enough to have companies reach out to him and say, "Hey, make us shit, make us commercial." You know, make this commercial for us and we'll pay you. And, you know, the fact that, you know, he he would just be like, hey, you know, let's let's do something. It's like, OK, bro, like you you have two kids and you're married and and you also do this and you also teach this and you're also a ring announcer for SoCal Pro Wrestling. Well, fuck it. Let's do it. <laughs> I mean, hey, you know, if you love what you're doing. It's never should be considered work. Exactly. And, 100%. You know, how I started this podcast, actually a funny story. My wife's like, you know too much about movies and video games and sports in general. Why don't you just yes. make a podcast? Yes. And yes. then, of course, I was on another podcast called The Poor Boys, which Mark should remember that. Because Mark was the host of that. That was kind of like talking shit before talking shit. But we didn't know what we were doing. With some scrub named Mark. (laughs) Yeah. You know, kind of like when you were talking about a guy doing commercials. You know, that kind of reminded me of some Brian Alam guy. You know, just just no. A a typical. No, I'm kidding, Brian. (laughs) (laughs) Brian, he'll message me and be like, shut up. (laughs) You know he's going to message you. You know, and and then they're going to grill you on their next episode. And it'll be like with. You know, Darcy the male girl or somebody famous, Damn. you know, uh, I'll or like Kane Hodder. They're going to have like Kane Hodder one day and they're just going to, yeah, you know, this guy, Stephen, Stephen Gervais. <laughs> Kane's just going to be looking in there. Somehow will know my name because they'll tell him like, even before they go on, it's Stephen Jarvis. Now remember that. Yeah, so that yeah. when you tell him you're going to kill him. You know, he'll he'll feel scared, but then I'll just be like in the comments, like, please. Please. I <laughs> welcome you to try. Kane. Yeah. I mean, if Peter Anthony would, you know, say, hey, Stephen, I 
can you be in my next movie? Yeah, what's the part? You die in the first five minutes. Okay, good. Hey, it's good exposure, man. Yeah. I mean, hey, any little bit helps. And as we know with the talking shit show, you know, they just meteoric rise. You know, they leave us little guys just floundering. (laughs) Yeah, everyone keeps asking me. They're like, you know... Maybe you should have listened to Mark a little bit more. It's like, yeah, I know. You know, he had all the ideas. I just sat there and, you know, soaked them all up. But <laughs> I, I love their show and they, they plug me a lot. So it's it's good thing. And I plug them and I'll plug you guys because you know what? Yes. You guys are cool. Thank you so much. Yeah, no, we really appreciate it. You know, we're, Link- we, love, we love doing this. So Link for their channel down the description area there. So I, I, I try cause we're all independent, you know, we're not like Joe Rogan or Seth Rogan, you know, where they're, you know, token it up on their live stream. We can't do that yet. Right. Well, yeah, I no. can't yet, but. Yeah, no, those, but those guys, those guys were famous way before they yeah. even got their podcast. So definitely, but yeah, people automatically think, oh, well, no, they weren't, they weren't anybody. It's like, Joe Rogan was on Fear Factor, went to UFC. And- Before that, he was on, um, what was that show, Spin City or something? He was he was an actual comedian. Really? Joe Rogan was a comedian before he was even on Fear Factor, UFC, all that shit. So Joe Rogan is like, I can I kind of consider that guy like an entrepreneur. So, you know, if there's if there's anything, what's going on, Peter? Hey, Peter. So if there's, if there's anything that, um, you know, that guy just that guy just jumps into it. Like, I, I don't know how else to say it. Like if, if there's something he wants to do, he's just going to be like, I'm going to try it. Fuck, it. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that's the thing, you know, so many people think they're automatically going to make like bank off doing this right away. It's, exactly. it's not that you, you can get really good, but then once you're really good, you got to somehow keep the audience entertained. That and see, that's the thing, and that's the struggle with you know trying to do what you know Andy and I do is trying to find that comedy and and trying to like kind of reach our audience. Um, but you know what? I, I feel like half the time when we're doing our thing, it's it's just you know we're just basically trying to pop each other, and that's what makes yeah. it funny. Yeah. Oh um, yeah, it's so much easier when you have a another host. Yes. I mean, with me yesterday, I I was going to interview someone that was on a guest list that said they wanted to come on my show. Well, I'm waiting for him, waiting for him, waiting for him. And all of a sudden it's like, well, they haven't shown up for five minutes. So uh, Uh, I guess I'll just talk about my show and what's going to be updates on it. Oh, that's a shame. It's like I sat there for so long and it's just like, yeah, let's see how we can do this filler and. Yeah, that's a shame. That's a shame. But you know, I I can't be mad because I know it happens. Yeah, you know, people get busy. I mean, Andy no showed uh, talking shit, so there you go, dude. God, someone actually no showed talking shit. Oh my god! Yeah, it was it was uh, it was actually it was kind of funny because he was uh, he was doing. I forget what he was doing, but when we talked about it, he's like, yeah, I'm supposed to be on a fucking podcast with Trevor. <laughs> and I forgot about it or something. And 
all of a sudden, like, I guess Trevor just went on without him. And, yeah. you know, it was great because Andy came on the next week and he just killed it. Just oh, definitely. I mean, when people do this, they, they try and be so over the top and they don't be themselves, you know, exactly. and it, it ruins what you're trying to do. But when I watched exactly. you guys on Talking Shit and even when you guys do your own thing, it's genuine. Thank you. And that's what's going to get people to come in. Like, like I've always told other people that come on the show, they always say, well, how do we get that those subscribers? And it's like, right. well, you'll get them when they come. You need yep. to realize it doesn't come right away. And you guys will get there. It's like, I, it's like I, feel the dreams. If you build yeah. it, they will come. So we've built like, it. Now we're just waiting. Come on over, people. Like I always tell Mark, I, I feel bad for him because I'll message him and be like, you know what, dude? Maybe I maybe I should be done. You know? And he's like, why? No, you're, you're having a good time. You're having fun. And it's like, I know. But it, it's like I've been doing it for four years, and I'm only at 74 subscribers on YouTube, which, you know, it – it does get to you sometimes, but at the same time, you you look at what's going wrong and then you try and fix it. And hopefully, hopefully nothing else goes wrong. I know when I had Sandy Johnson, which that was my like big, big interview, which can't I you know, I, I shouldn't say that because Peter Anthony was a big interview for me, too. And so was the guys from Talking Shit because I got them their exposure. You know, I was there. They were very, I, they very first appeared on my show. Well, you know, let me, let me just tell you this. You know, when you think about quitting, you got to remember that, you know, from a wrestling standpoint, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to lay it to you straight. You know, when I was breaking into the business of wrestling, you know, I only wrestled in front of a crowd of like maybe five, seven people because mm -hmm. that's all that would show up to the show. But you know what? God damn it. I went out there each each time and I just did the best show that I could do. Um, if people were talking to me, I immediately picked up on it and said, uh, like, you know, for example, someone would be like, do a body slam. And I would stop and go, you want to see a body slam? And if I was a bad guy, I'd be like, no, you know, and so because so, because the, the goal. Yeah. The goal, and what what I tell this to other wrestlers, other aspiring wrestlers, and I'm going to tell it to you because it's it's a really good lesson, is you want to take people out of their nine to five life, and you mm -hmm. want to throw them into your crazy world of wrestling or podcasts or movie reviews or whatever the hell you want to talk about. Um, but you have to you have to give them like you have to make them forget that they work a regular job. You have to, you have to make them feel special. You have to make them feel like, Hey, you know what? I'm actually a part of something. I have a voice here. And that's why on our podcast, especially the solo series, I tell people, reach out to me, comment, send me games that you want me to play. Tell me your stories. I want to share your stories with people. I want to, I want to shout you out. I want to give your, your name a voice. And, you know, I want you guys to actually feel like, you know, you guys are a part of something special. Uh, yeah, I, I can't. Mark is right. I can't forget about Jason Brooks, Darcy DeMoss, Tommy McLaughlin, which Mark was the one to get them on here. I, I don't know how he does it. I don't know how he gets all these people. All of a sudden, he'll have like 
Like he had the chick from one of the Friday the Thirteenth movies. In fact, it was the chick that wore like the brown silky panties, and I was like, "Oh man, I had such a huge crush on her." And he had her on, and I'm like, "Yeah, how the fuck?" How you He's gonna Mark. Mark. He okay. Reach out to Gary Busey. So tell him that we want him for breakfast at Busey, bro. Tell him. Tell him, Mark. Do your magic. So here's the thing. Mark will not tell you this. He'll probably get pissed if I tell you, but I'll tell you. Ooh, tell me, tell me. He was so scared about doing his own show. Why? I, I literally told him that I said, Mark, be yourself. Mm-hmm. And then he also talked about, you know, bringing someone else in, which, you know, could have been me, Mark. You know, could have been me, man. But when I had both him and Brian on, I told both of them, I said, just be yourselves. Mm-hmm. Because they're asking me for advice. I'm like, yeah, I did this for four years. But guys, I'm not, you know, the guru. Just be yourselves. Just That's be yourself. all people just care about. Do it. Yep. And with their almost 2,000K subscribers on YouTube, being yourself pays off. Yes, it does. Yes, I was watched my first show. Jesus, Mark, speak English, bro. See, that's what happens when you get people that move from Detroit to Florida. <laughs> He's selling the good name of Florida. Shots fired. We have shots fired. Oh, I could say that because that bitch is going to fucking go on his show and rip me a new one. Oh, he's going to. His next episode, which is probably going to be Tuesday. He's so, just going to be like, let me start off the show with this. <laughs> so... They were doing a talking shit open forum one night. And I think they were going to have a guest on. Well, then they rip into me about how when my hair grows, I have a really bad cowlick. Mm -hmm. So Brian, the asshole that he is, love you, Brian, just rips me up. And then they're talking about when I was part of the Deluxe Edition Network Mm -hmm. and how... I was the first podcaster of the week on their Mm -hmm. thing when they first started. And and they're just ripping me a new one because one time I had went to see Red Green do a live comedy tour thing or however you want to say it, special with my wife. Mm -hmm. And my face looked terrible and I did... Mark will say I look like a serial killer. And so as soon he, as he said I, that, he, he actually wanted me to tell you that, yeah. that you look like a serial killer. So I know. Welcome. I know. He's a fucking asshole. <laughs> but yet we always call him the first Oompa Loompa or Yoda. So or the first <laughs> Ewok that didn't make it to the screen. So, you know, there's that. <laughs> oh, man. If you want to watch me and Mark literally obliterate each other. Yes. Have him watch. That must. Is that Brian? That's got to be Brian. That's probably Brian. See, now you got Brian. See, now you've talked enough shit. Now you got Mark and Brian coming after you. Oh, yeah. It's like on your own show. Yeah. I wish these fuckers would come on here, but, you know, they're they're too good for that. Oh, yeah. They're too mainstream, bro. 
Oh, of course. You know, fuck, they were okay coming on this show before, but now it's just, you know, fuck. And besides, bro, it'll it'll just be, you know, Brian will tell us one story of, of his wrestling career where he was known as the icon or whatever the fuck it was, the enigma. What were you, Brian? What was your name? Oh, no, that's my buddy, Brian Nelson. I grew up with Brian oh. Nelson. Oh, I that, but, but anyways, he'll, he'll tell you that one wrestling story and then, you know, Mark will ask you what your Mount Rushmore of wrestlers are, and that'll be your show. And you'll say, and you'll say, and you'll say things like, <laughs> pay me enough. And you'll say things like, well, uh, my Mount Rushmore of wrestlers is going to be, and just say fucked up people. Yeah. Like, I think I said, I think I said an indie guy out here. I said, uh, Chris Disney, the Maverick, Chris Disney. Um, let's see, uh, Barry Horowitz. Um, Ooh, Barry. Just there say, just say, just say a bunch of jobbers. That's what I did. All right, Mark. Mount, you want my Mount Rushmore? Sure. Let's hear your Mount Rushmore. Let's hear it. Macho Man Randy Savage. Sting. First of all, you'd have to know what Mount Rushmore is there, Mark. <laughs> oh my God. But anyway. Macho Man Randy Savage, I loved his WCW era more. Oh yeah, you and like granted, I was Slim Jim. I was born in 1993, so I didn't get to see any of the 80s stuff until you were like born things... in 93. Yep, yep. Oh, my God, I feel so old. I'm like, I'm like 11 years older than you, dude. I'm 30, and people are like, "You're not old." It's like, yeah, tell that to my body. Like, I played sports and in school oh hey no you come in here Alyssa. yeah Alyssa, gratuitous, you come in here gratuitous wife cameo yes what's this, up this, Alyssa? this is the woman that puts up with me and yet oh, mark man. will tell her every time to leave my ass such a brave woman such a brave brave woman i know right you know, should you know what you should do? You know what you should do after this podcast. I think you should go into the kitchen and make her a nice gourmet meal. That's what I think. What do you I want to cook? Anyway. What, do you, what do you what do you feel like for dinner? What sounds yeah, good? What, what do you feel? Something edible. Something edible. You know what? For you, don't you know even make that make that woman there. make that woman some popcorn shrimp. That's what I'm going to say. Make her some popcorn shrimp. Maybe make her like half of a sandwich to go with that popcorn shrimp. Get her the. Get her all the dipping sauces. Get her the marinaras and the and the whatever the fuck else people dip them little shits in. But you know, just just make her a nice ass dinner, Steve. That's what I'm going to say to you. So you know, I'm going to let Alyssa say this. Who cooks for you? Exactly. She pointed she at the dog. Me. Did she point at the dog? No, <laughs> we don't have a dog. She, I I actually cook. In our relationship, but she bakes. Oh, and she, I, I'm surprised. I'm surprised you're not fat, bro. Like <laughs> I used to be, but my 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 doctor did. You know, she got to look at my my chart, and she's like, "Yeah, you need to start. You know, lowering yourself. You need to have a salad, bro. Is that what they told you? So no, it wasn't me. that. It was more that my stress levels were a little bit too high, and I'm like, "Well, I have anxiety and depression. I'm sorry." That and I'm in the wrong business, which is content creator, but I love it. Dude, seriously, right? This is some stressful shit. Yeah, it is. I mean, every time Mark is always giving me shit when he's like, 
dude, I'm surprised you haven't gotten like a thousand views on your video. And it's like, oh, thanks, fucker. But back to the Mount Rushmore. No wonder you're stressed out all the time. Fucking Mark gives you, Mark is your stress, bro. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Mark is your stress. No, he is my number. Him and Brian are my number. And of course, Brian, they're my number one cheerleaders. And Alyssa, you know, she's always been the one to tell me, don't quit. You're, you're, See, that's good. To you need to there. keep all three of those people in your, in your social pipeline. All right. Uh, Mark wants an invite, invite, bitch. Mark wants an invite. Bring him in. Yeah. Bring him I'll, in. I'll send I knew him. I knew I knew he wanted to come in eventually because you know he's catching a lot of punches and I know he wants to throw some. Good God. It's been so long since I've actually had um since I've actually had that deal with Mark on my shit. This is good. This is so this is so this is gonna kind of be like a reunion show. You know, you and Mark are gonna be doing a show together and you're gonna be interviewing me. So this is kind of like a throwback show. I sent you the invite, motherfucker. But anyway, my my Mount Rushmore. So Macho Man. Macho Man Sting. Sting. A lot of people would say uh, Ultimate Warrior should be a part of that, but no. Brian Pillman. Ooh, okay. And I may get a lot of flack for this. Let's hear it. But CM Punk. Okay, so so you kind of have the old school and new school. That's you know what that's not bad. And plus, dude, you're thirty. You're thirty, and you know we we were we were always entitled to wrong opinions in our thirties. So that's totally fine. Do you? Yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's a great Mount Rushmore. I mean, Ric Flair was on there for many years, but Mm -hmm. then with how he's gotten lately, it's just like I I just I hate it. Because it's like, dude, you have. He just can't let it go. Yeah, he can't let it go. See, but that's but so so. Let me let me tell you something about wrestlers. That's how a lot of these guys are. They didn't have anything else. Uh oh, there he is. Oh, you're feeling, bitch. Yeah, right. I got tired of typing. Okay. Where's yeah. fucking Brian? Like I'm. Yeah, like, Brian? Brian Brian's watching the feed. I'm. I'm. I could see it right here. Okay. He's hey, on Facebook Brian, watching it. If I send it. you a fucking link, will you come on, you bitch? Yeah, Brian. Get your ass on here. I'm let's make this a four. Me. Let's make this a fatal four-way. <laughs> I'm so, so anyways, like I was saying, you know, a lot of these wrestlers, especially from back in the day, the 80s and the 90s, a lot of these guys didn't have anything else. A lot of these guys, all they knew how to do was wrestle. You know, they got into it very young. They train their entire lives, and when they get to a point to where they either get released because they're too old or too hurt or whatever, they don't know how to do anything else. They don't know how to go into society, get a regular job. They can't They can't go to, like, a McDonald's and be a fry cook. All they know is wrestling. And, at, you know, one, one of the best movies to watch is The Wrestler. That is, that is like, the absolute yes. peak of what it's like to be a professional wrestler, I mean, what those guys go through. Look at uh, look at Ric Flair. Yeah. He doesn't know how to separate Ric Flair from Richard Flair. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And exactly. you know, 
that's one thing that I, you know, and you can read that in his book and stuff like that. There's a lot of people that will tell you that in his books and he'll even admit to it. He doesn't know who is who. And, you know, uh, there's a, it's like the rock and roll express, you know, they're still going, they don't, they don't know how to, uh, somewhat separate have, themselves. They don't know how to turn it off. Exactly. And that's what a lot of these guys, a lot of these veterans have. They don't yeah. they don't know what it's like to work a nine to five and then on the weekends go in and wrestle. No, like wrestling is their life. Like they're like the rock stars of wrestling. So or, well, or some only, of them or some only. of them don't know what it's like to be home because they're always yeah. on the road. Uh, you know, like what 300 days out of the year. So in order for him to become the greatest, he had to say, fuck my family. And, you know, I hate to bring this on him because he brings it on himself. But when his son was trying to get in, not David, but Reed. Oh, Reed. Okay. He was seeing a lot what Reed was doing. And Rick will tell you he egged it on. Yeah, I'm sure. Even that documentary he did on Peacock, he said it. He's like, I need. Yeah, but then, but then he also tried to backtrack it some. So he tried to get Reed help, and they thought that they had him under control. But then, you know, he went over to uh, Japan, and that you know, it didn't work out so well when he came back. Yeah, man. Drugs is the other part, bad part of wrestling. It's it's there, you know, you're always, you you know, you're hurt. So you're you're trying to mask the pain and go from there. Yeah. And also, I I hate to say this for every WWE fan that think Hulkamania started in uh, WWE, but it actually started in a company in Minnesota called the AWA. Wait, people think that Hulkamania started when it was WWE, not WWF? WWE people. So the people that still live in their parents' basements and will consider every other company. No, he likes (laughs) AEW. Hey, hey. Now we're talking shit, baby. (laughs) Uh, Motherfucker. Listen, I I live in a a shithole of a trailer, okay? Not a basement. Okay, so this did turn into a legitimate interview, but now we're just talking shit. If we can get Brian Alam and fucking in here, because you know he's being a little bomb. We're gonna have to change the background to the new talking shit logo, Mark. Uh oh, not yet. We're gonna the. I'm waiting for. I I did show the logo, of course, today. Looks good. Um, Look, I don't know how Andy, you guys did all these cool logos and shit. I, I we had a guy, a guy just. Uh, his name's Ricky. Um, he told us uh, he Steve made it for us. Just told him uh, we were told all he wanted he in return that. was to uh, get a um, you know recognition. I told him okay because I was gonna uh, I was gonna have Andy make us a logo, uh, but he's got to change our uh, intro now to match the new logo. I gotta get your connections, girl. Like and, I uh, Andy it. didn't. Uh, Andy don't want. Uh, he says it. it he doesn't do a good enough job to be charging. So yeah, I think, you know, yeah. I, I think, I think oh, once man. that man realizes that his work is like, yeah, it's here. really good. I love it. I, I mean, he made our intro and he, I mean, it took him what maybe a, I swear a half hour. I, I asked him, I asked him, can no, you it, took, our- it, took him, it took him about six minutes, bro. Like he actually made your intro while he was ring announcing. <laughs> so I was figuring he was on the toilet when he made it. It was like, 
He was like, welcome to Zogabro. Yeah, that looks good. Fucking sin. And that's the reason why he, and that was the reason why he missed our show the one day. One, because he can't tell time. And two, he was at SoCal doing a ring announcement. Can I actually tell you the real story of why he missed your show that one time? Go ahead. Go ahead. I want to hear this. He one. was he was doing an episode of SoCal Pro TV, SCP TV. That's what it was. It was when it was when we were actually just starting doing it. Um, Steve, since you don't really follow me uh, at all, Andy and I actually started doing SCP TV, and that's where we found that we should be doing more like podcasty stuff. Because mm-hmm. what we would do is basically I would be Rotten Ronnie, my wrestling persona, and he was kind of the straight man as Andrew Jassic. So literally all I would do is just follow him. So he would be the straight man. I'd be the color. And we just kind of did like this weekly show in which it was like kind of like a recap and then goofy shit that Rotten Ronnie would do. Like there was one where I was stealing shit from the pro wrestling loot warehouse. Always. And, and Jeff and Jeff caught us, and he's like, "Hey!" And I'm like, <laughs> "I ran out of there with a bunch of shit." <laughs> if, if you get a chance, go watch them. Those are funny as hell. I'm, every yeah, time, I'm every, every, every time so it was wrestling. So, um, I got a question, uh, Matt. Um, last weekend's uh, Rumble is that actually on YouTube? It is. Um, okay. So if you if you look up Matthias, I, I believe it's. Matthias wrestles or Matthias pro wrestling. Matthias is, um, he's, he's one of the newer guys in SoCal pro wrestling and he is amazing. I'm going to tell you guys right now. In fact, I'm going to plug Matthias right now. Um, Matthias is that guy. Matthias is that guy that goes to the gym and stays in the gym. And, and he is not satisfied until his body is actually aching. Because he he literally cannot lift the weight anymore. Then he's like, okay, I'm good for the day. If he's there seven hours, he's there seven hours. The man is an absolute powerhouse. So you can catch that entire rumble on his page. Um, yeah, I believe it's Matthias. Matthias, what's going on, man? Who is that? Peter Anthony. That was Peter. Yeah, Peter Anthony. Peter, Peter Anthony. That sounds like that sounds like a that sounds like a, a like a songwriter, like. Oh, please stop. God. I'm going to sing to Marky Mark. Where the fuck is Brian on this shit? You, you want me to? I'll, I'll message him. I'll message Brian and see. Yeah, message him. It's after a second. There you go. Him. Thank you, Peter. I like it, man. Uh, I, there, goes, you know, there, goes Mark, there goes Mark trying to type. You know how long it takes his motherfucker to type? I know, like, right? This, this is him <laughs> typing. It, it's like a, it's like the first fucking ape that learned how to fucking read and type at the same time, just like on the typewriter. You know, Mark's, Mark's computer skills are actually really good. Well, um, believe it or not, only looking up porn—that's the only. I was about know, to say, but no, like, like Mark. Seriously, whenever you post a video on Twitter, you do like all the hashtags and the hats and all that shit. I'm so bad at that stuff. Like, I just uh, push stuff. I just whatever pops up, that's what I push. Yeah, because like I was, I was like trying to tag like Gary Busey in our Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles review. By the way, if you guys haven't watched it, yes, please get over to that channel and watch it. Yes. It is hilarious. Yeah. And he says I'm wrong. Who's your favorite turtle? My favorite turtle? No, you don't count. 
Wait, Stephen, oh, who's your favorite turtle? Raphael. There you go. Raphael? You guys are Raphael fans? It's okay. Yes. okay. Like I said in the review, we're all entitled to be wrong. You know. And you know what? I will say this, and Ric Flair, if you're listening, your greatest all-time feud, Ricky Steamboat. Oh, I was going to say with Raphael, the Ninja Turtle? <laughs> are you talking about that time when WWF had like the Ninja Turtles come out and wrestle? Well, what was that, like, 96? Oh, oh, um, yeah, something like really? that. Really? Oh, yeah. man, it was bad. Like, it, it was, I think it was before the Attitude. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I kind of I kind of stopped watching wrestling at, like, 90, 95-ish, I think I stopped watching oh, it, like, yeah. early 95. Yeah, yeah. I still have wrestling. I still haven't stopped watching, and, you know, I've been watching since 87. Hey Mark, I can't, I can't okay watch that shit. It's fake. Kind of clunky, huh? Is the so can't watch that shit. Okay? It's fake. It, he keeps talking. I can't hear you when he talks. Sorry. What'd you say? Is the stream? I can't watch that shit. It's fake. <laughs> Damn you, Matt! <laughs> but is the stream coming in okay, or is it clunky? Uh, it's uh, freezing up a little bit. Fuck. On your end, but it, uh, for the most part, we can hear you. Uh, yeah, Brian's really Brian, his exact words is sorry, I'm busy. I'm trying to listen to y'all. Oh, sorry, I'm busy. Not I'm fucking busy, you lazy bastard. Just tell him he's to get baiting. off his wife. Leave him alone. He's baiting. Tell him to get yeah. off his wife. Yeah, get off your wife. You fuck. You already have what two kids? Yeah. <laughs> I know you're trying for a son, but you know, it's never gonna happen. <laughs> no. <laughs> It's like you keep telling Mark, you know, there's only so much you can do. Hey, I got, so many I got, times Karen will go through that spiel of, okay, we'll have sex, honey. It's does. not satisfying for her. It she she allows me to do that. Oh my god. When's the last time that happened? Oh god. But anyway, so back to the episode that I was telling you about, Matt, before Fuckhead decided to come in. They were roasting my ass well then i comment and i'm like i came in at the wrong time and fucking brian fangirls over me in the comment and he's like steven get in here so mark sends me the invite i'm trying to set everything up they're going like come on get in here you pussy and so finally (laughs) i get in there and i'm like you know what brian first of all fuck you (laughs) that's exactly the first words out of his mouth yeah Brian, send him you. that. Send Matt and Andy that fucking episode. Yeah, you well, have they to. Can look, now, hey, I, now I have hey, to. Hey, he can look it up on my YouTube channel. Yeah, but which one was that? Uh, it's the first. Um, the first open. Oh, okay. The first, first open. open? Yeah, I'm gonna look that up. Yeah, it it is up. literally us in our uh, natural environment. I mean, I, I could have kept the other one where, you know, the day we uh, got let go from the network, but no, the that one, doesn't, that doesn't oh, exist. The, the one where Brian, Brian actually let a word slip that. Most oh, that's is, that, is that what got you guys kicked off? You guys said no, 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 I had to cut the interview uh, or that show uh, off because Brian slipped a word out and I yeah. cut the, I cut the feed. And that it don't exist anymore. I deleted it as soon as I got done. 
Yeah, because I was going to say, because like, you know, when we were going to join the uh, Deluxe Edition Network, they kind of sent us over like these rules. Yeah, did and I Andy and I were reading these rules like, hey, man, like we we only want to plug shows that we believe in. You know, not, we, don't, we, don't, we don't just want to plug shows just to plug shows. Believe it or like not. Like if, if there's someone that teaches, hey, I'm going to teach French on my podcast. We're not going to plug that show. I don't care if you want to fucking learn French. Yeah. I didn't want to plug a, a podcast that was only doing once a month as yeah. a podcast of the month. And, yeah. and not to but, get on the Deluxe Edition. No, the Deluxe Edition, they, they did help us out yeah. a little bit. Um, I've made some good friends over there, um, yeah, sure. and they still talk to me. And, you know, I talked to a lot of them. And um, it's just, you know, I we didn't need the network because a true network will help you. Uh, expand, not try to, you know, hold and, you yeah. itself over. And right. I, 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 I want to stress this to people that are listening, especially from the network. I appreciate everything you guys did for me. It's just once the rules started coming about, and then of course, no one there. There was very know. few people that were helping. I didn't know the rules. Yeah, see, like that's that's how that's how I felt. Um, you know, I'm sure Andy felt the same way, but like. Like if, if you if you tell us like hey we really want you on our network and then you say by the way you have to follow these rules like you know Andy, well, and, I, when you, Andy and I don't really like rules man like we're both we're, we're both you, you know pro wrestlers you know we, we kind of set our own rules like we don't want we when don't you want to follow someone else's when you rules. sent me the rules I was looking yeah. through them and I was like um I was never told this I was never told this. Wow, I definitely wasn't told so, this. Believe it or not, and no one from the network knows this. I don't know if Mark wants me to tell you this, tell anyone this, but me well, and Mark had already decided to leave the network because we wanted you guys on there. And well, I had, ta- I had talked to Casey because I had gotten Deep Dark Secrets podcast on there. I was after I had interviewed them. I'm like, you guys should come on the network. And so they got on there. Mark and Brian, when they got on there, I was very happy for them. Well, we got on there day one. We didn't even ask. They just, okay, yeah, we're, I know. Give you you a, we're just going to do anything. We're just going to give you a, a, you know, a shot. Okay, cool. And we thought we were doing good. And, but, you know, Dude, we got the air. What, what, what they wanted. And what we wanted are two different things, so it worked out better. Right. They so didn't want was, us. They didn't want us to do live shows, and yeah. they wanted us to put more product into our show, and which we're thinking about doing different shows, like doing the live show, and then doing one that's with, um, you know, with do one with green screen, you know, behind us, and do a live show, but then afterwards do a different uh, show on top of that. You know, we're we're still trying to figure that all all that being out. yourself. Just keep being yourself. Yeah. That, that's why your subscribers like you. Yeah, well, you're being yourself. Don't change that formula. Well, no, that's well, that's something Brian and I have been talking about. You know, Fuck just trying I, to add, just try to add something to it. Also, yeah. Fuck, if I was smart, I should have been like, hey, you and you and Brian stay on my show, on our show, and then. But I, I was too into myself. And, and Matt, you want to know the real reason why I didn't stay with him, why I decided to go on my own, which he already knew that I was going to do. Because you said he anyways. looks like a serial killer. Well, besides that, St- Stephen was 
he wanted it a certain way and he didn't want to go. I was second guessing, not only he was always second guessing, but I was second guessing myself. And I was not second guess yourself. And I could not keep doing that. I wanted to keep forward. I wanted to keep moving and moving. But he's gotten some great guests on here lately, even though I haven't been watching a whole lot. But um, he's got some good guests on. And he keeps he's got even more guests coming probably what every other day, it seems like these days. I'm trying. I I had to. Well, I had to. I was going to have a guest yesterday, but never got a thing saying, hey, I can't make your show. But. It is what it is, and I was supposed to be on Coltworthy podcast last weekend, but he had to fill in for work, so I wasn't really mad about that. Um, the thing that I'm mostly mad about is after... First thing I'm mad about is I got the Eric Bischoff treatment from <laughs> Casey, which I, I'll, I'll kind of be mad at a little bit of Casey for this. For him to ask a guest on my show when I just had quick taken a bite of my sandwich to ask a guest on my show if that's the reason they left the network. It had nothing to do with that. I know, but that is the biggest and lowest thing he could have ever done to me. And actually, that guy, that guy is actually watching your show. John? Yeah, I know. And I, I, I loved John. Oh, oh yeah. The basement surge is awesome. Yeah. Love, it's I, great. I show. love going on their show. I love uh, what they do. Um, just like, you know, Matt and Andy show. It's really good. It's, it, it's watching them just watching their faces and watching some of the stuff that they say and do Gary Busey for one breakfast with, with yeah. Gary Busey. Now that would Where's be a with Busey, baby. That would be an interesting. What was the other one? Um, uh, Fucking with Feldman. Oh yes, yes. Rocks off with Rockwell. Mm-hmm. And you were actually uh, every time you do a movie, you actually tell people something that they don't normally know about the movie. Yeah, we try. We try and give at least one fun fact, and like it's it's actually a lot of the fun facts. I'll I'll kind of look up or like I'll I'll listen to like other podcasts, and we'll be like, "Hey, did you know in this movie that this happened?" And I'll be like, "You know what? That's actually pretty fun," and uh, you know I'll share it. Um, you know, like the Ninja Turtle one, I actually knew about that um, from you know my wife and I. So we actually met. Um, and our first date was we went and watched a midnight showing of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And the guy who played Michelangelo, who was the uh, – he was like the voice part. He wasn't like the, the martial arts yeah. part. He was the voice part. He was there, and he was telling stories. And he was actually saying, like, how hot it was in those turtle costumes. And, and like, there was, there was these four guys that were wearing the turtle costume. And he's like, I don't know how you motherfuckers are wearing that shit. That shit is so hot. And he's like, and let me tell you this. When we were in those fucking costumes, we were in it for like 10, 15, 20 hours a day, and they wouldn't let us out of that fucking costume. They would give us water, sure, but like all they would reward us with is a small scene in the movie, and like he would actually point those out when we were watching, and I'm like, I'm like, whoa, that is is fucked up. I got to talk about that. Now, the only one that I don't remember seeing in the movie other than the voice was uh, Corey Feldman. 
you you were pointing out the other ones that were in the movies that had extra parts, like the, yeah, the, uh, the, only... the delivery guy. Yes, so he was, I think he was, uh, I want to say he was like the martial artist for Donatello or something. He was, he was I, I can't remember what it was, but like him, the guy in the taxi cab, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the guy that's in the back city, he's like, what was that? And then the taxi cab goes, ah, I don't know, it looked like a big turtle or something. He was one. Uh, and they just have like very small cameos. Yeah, and that was that was kind of like their reward. And then I I love their their um, how they kept talking about uh, April, uh, her boss. You know, why is he always over the house? <laughs> yep, he was always why? at the house. Always, he was always there. He's always bringing his little fucking kid over, as, as Andy would call him, Ginger Vitus. He's, yep. he's always he's always showing up. The fucking little shit kid is always stealing shit from April. But April won't know because April's such a fucking hoarder. She's got all this shit everywhere. Uh, no, April? no, no. We can't. We can't answer that one. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. All I, think I know is, all I know is Andy is going to be in some sort of motion picture. I don't know what it is. It's called Dude. Where's my penis? <laughs> Yes, it actually, actually dude, my it. dude, I didn't even come in here and say what I was gonna say to you, Steven. So you know, fuck you. Go so ahead. Fuck you. Damn serial killer. Okay, motherfucking Ewok. Ewoks were pretty cute, so fuck you. Oh, uh, oh, and I loved oh. it when they did the um uh no hold bars one. When they were talking about the uh, the woman and uh, you know the, the, her bush, her bush. So I sent them a picture of a uh, female in the eighties in a bush, and oh my god, Boy, he it, sure did. Yep, he sure did. More. Hey, just remember, motherfucker, Texas Chainsaw: The Game comes out next month. Yes. Oh shit! Yeah. Yes. What, what day? What day again? It's August nineteenth, I think. Okay. And there's also a Killer Clowns one too. I yes, know I can't wait out, but... for that one. I, oh man, I can't wait for that one. There's I can't a... wait for the RoboCop game. That's... Yes, I actually have that one pre-ordered. I'm excited for that one. Rogue City. Yes. Have you played the Terminator hey. one? No, I haven't yet. Have you? The Terminator one's pretty good too. Uh, Thrash, what are you on? Uh, PS or Xbox? Oh man, I'm on all of them. Um, PS, PlayStation, I'm on. When, uh, hey, Xbox, you, I don't really play anymore. Oh, you fucking suck. That's all I But got. You know what I'm I'm mostly on now? PCs. Emulators, baby. Emulators. Oh, yeah. I was gonna God. say if you're if you're on Xbox, you know, send me your uh send me your game tagger and we'll figure out some games. Yeah, when we when we get off here, I'll I'll send you mine too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm never I'm never on Xbox, but I'm always on PlayStation. Well, that's um, well, but well, PlayStation and um, Xbox uh, for uh, Texas, Texas is going to have. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, can... I'm going to I'm going to kill you guys each time. Oh, I got I got to play, I got to play the di- or the um the beta for it. Is it yeah, good? I mean, yes, he didn't upload any of that footage. No, I was oh, like, man, I, fucking, I fucking sucked the first time I, I went in there. I was like, what the fuck? You know, I got lost in the basement. But after that, I was like, okay. The second day we did a farm. And that one was cool. It was easier to get out of there than it was the basement. But man, you can get lost in 
you know, there's so much stuff that you have to do to be able to get out to. And but that's how it was in the house. Remember in the, in the movie, like when they were in the house, like, yeah, like the house looks small on the outside, but once you're on the inside and yeah. all that shit, it's like, how the fuck do I get out of here? But yeah, I think, I, I think people will be very happy with this one. I know that a lot of people weren't happy with, uh, um, gun media when they did Friday the Thirteenth, but I thought yeah, they did I liked, a good job. I liked that game. It was, it was, it was bad. It was game. Cheesy. It was a great game that was it. destined to fail because of the lawsuit. And, oh, yeah. uh, but now they got you know they're killing the game off. That's one more year, and then it'll be dead. They're, they're yep. no more playing it ever. But they're making a new uh, Friday the Thirteenth game. Well, oh, not good. gun media. No, not gun media. No, 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 a different one. So I hope, so. It's, I, I it's hope it's not only. I hope it's not only online. Like I, I hope there's like. A I, I would game. like. I would like a, a yeah. single player mode. Uh, you know, a story or something with it. Even that'd be cool. Well, that's, that's why I don't think they've made. That's the reason why I think they're having so much trouble with trying to come up with a Halloween one. Yeah. Is because one, you're only going to have Michael as the killer, so it's going to be one against. However. And yeah. two, honestly, you got that with Dead by Daylight. Yeah. But see, Dead, Dead by Daylight, a lot of people love that game. Did you see who they put um, in uh, Dead by Daylight? Nick Cage. Oh, my oh, God. Dude. Yeah. And, and his perks are interesting, though. And he makes noise, and it, he he says stupid things, and it's really funny. But... So Nick Cage. Yeah. Very much. And it, it looks interesting. I, I'm I'm waiting for it to come out because uh, it's supposed to be out, I think, this month or the beginning of the next month. Now, if they I put see. Christopher Walken in that game, oh, I'll dude. play that game. I could just nah, imagine. Nah, I got you guys. I got you guys beat. My boy, Gary Busey, put him in there. Hey, it's me, Gary. <laughs> hey, he, he's trying to get Gary on their show. Dude, I, I the only I'm thing I could tell you, hey, the only thing I could tell you is, uh, you know, the IMDb Pro, mm -hmm. get it for the free uh, service, get uh, Gary Busey's uh, email and email him, and that's, well, that's a good know, idea. It's a good I, idea. I I watched your show when you were with Bri when you did uh, Bryce Tucker, the only three time three time guest you've had. Um, I love that country singer. Said that he would like to do a certain show. I reached out to him, but you know, give him time. Marketing. No, give him. I'll I'll tell him that. But give him time. He is a busy man. Yeah, but it will also be down here in Tampa soon. So I, I almost we'll got get to go Landon to a on. But huh? I almost got Landon on, but July has been a busy month for him. So I was no, just like, well, I, whenever I, he's available, I I, I am. I've reached out to Landon again because I want him to come on to uh, promote his um, school. That he's starting. You know, you're already a big enough YouTuber. Fuck you. No. You I, well, I'm trying to get another guy too, but I'm waiting for him. He actually was supposed to be on a show and was in. Mark, but let me ask you. Let me ask you. I always see you tagger and stuff, but when are you going to get Diana Prince, bro? I'm trying. I'm hoping if everything goes you gotta right. gotta let me in on that hey, one, dude. I'll, I'll I love, let you know. I love uh, I, the last drive. I am, so I am hoping in. after uh, Saturday's interview with Tom Matthews, if everything goes right, I, I'll tag her in that interview, and hopefully she'll finally say yes. I've been trying for a while to get her. Um, I've reached out uh, several, mm, I'd say about 
without being stalkerish about five times now. Oh, please. I don't want to, we already know you're a stalker. I I try not to. You, you know, know how many stalkers she has? Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, I I reached out to Medusa to try to get her on the show. I and, remember that. Yeah, one. Oh, and what, yeah. actually, what pissed me off about hers, and you know, I I love Medusa. She's a great wrestler. She's yeah. a great driver. She's a great woman. Um, and she lives here in Citrus County, uh, my county. Uh, the thing that pissed me off is I I I told her that I got her book, that I read it or I'm reading it now. She said, as soon as she was done, as soon as I was done reading it uh, to let her know, and she'd come on the show. Um, I said, I'm done reading the book. And then you know what? Well, she I think that was more her agent so than her though. Yeah. Because dealing with agents I've noticed yeah. is really a pain in the ass. Yeah. Yes. Except for Landon's. Landon's was really good. And oh, uh, she's nice. She's really I, nice. Uh, yeah. Landon was messaged me after I had talked with him and he's like, message Lori or Laura, I yeah. think her name is. Yeah. And talk with her. And I did, and she got back to me within a day. But you are a lucky SOB because you got yeah, we got Tommy McLaughlin, Darcy DeMoss, Peter Anthony, Jason Brooks, and them on here. But you got a lot more of those guests from them movies. Like I got Sandy Johnson. I was all those people, right? Okay. Do you know why? I'm going to tell you the secret. Mark, do you mind if I tell him? Mark sends nudes. Exactly. That's what it is. If you say, and they feel sorry for me. If you send nudes of yourself, just like his wife did, you'll get a lot more people on your show. Actually, I use that thing that. you know, uh, Peter, Peter made for us. Yeah, yeah. Um, I use that thing, but I, 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 I changed a few things. But I put how or who I've had on my. I, I update the list every time I do it. Oh, and okay. um, I took out the part where um, you know, instead of saying horror or wrestling or whatever, you he know, covers. like I got, I got a, I got an actual list of people, uh, top ten that I want, of mm-hmm. you know, for how horror. Uh, wrestling, uh, comedy, you know, sports, stuff like that. I got a top 10 list of everyone that I want. And then, you know. Well, you already got me and Andy, so. Yeah. Well, I'd like your channel gone after that one. Done after that one. Actually, I'd like to get uh, SoCal um, Pro's uh, owner. Jeff Dino? Yep. I can, you know, I can reach out to him and see if uh, he would be willing to come on a podcast. I'd like Not to see that everyone you know. just every time Mark comes into one of my shows and just everyone just always marks out for him. Well, I, I sit there sometimes and Mark's ch- comments and it's like, hey, you know, even though you plugged my channel, uh, could you kind of throw me a bone here? <laughs> it, Mark's that's out, why, Mark, let's see. Well, let's see. OK, Mark, chat. Mark is okay, Mark, chat. I will Listen tell you up. this. I will go. I will go for Steven's podcast over. Uh, a, a lot of different ones because, well, one, Stephen's my friend. Two, Stephen, he knows it, he'll he'll research what he's doing before he gets onto the show. And if you ever watch any of his uh, sports shows or sports ones, yeah, just um, never debate him on um, Minnesota shit because he'll he'll. Oh, don't debate he'll, me in general. Um, he he's very good on facts and stuff, and if he doesn't know it. He'll show him the hell make it up just so that you think he knows it. <laughs> yeah, like most of the episodes we used to do together. 
Mark yeah. would come in with notes to ask the people, and I'm just coming up with I would, and that's why I miss having a co-host because you can bounce shit off of each other. Well, well when Brian, when Brian, chat, chat. When Steven Brian needs a co-host. Who wants? Hey, I've been trying. I've been trying to get him to do it with his best friend, uh, Brian, for for a while now, and Brian won't do it. Well, what the fuck, with Brian? Brian, though, he he, and see, here's the thing: I had my wife as my co-host for a little bit, and yeah, why don't you have Alyssa? Uh, that's I, I made the mistake of showing her an email that some fucking troll out there. Which, if I ever find them out. I'm gonna have some words with them, but never, they, never open up a, a mail from any troll. I know, but yeah, it, dude, trolls are trolls, you know. It it and it kind of rocked her confidence a little bit, and I told her, I'm like, Alyssa, you're doing really good. And then, of course, I m- asked Mark back on, which that was had I not fucked that one up, but hell, who knows? We would have rebranded, and I would have been part of talking shit, but. I was so very honored when they were like, hey, could we be on your show first? And it's like, yeah. We wanted to get that, you know, feeling out. But if you ever ask Brian the first, um, I'd say first 10, 10 episodes of our show, he had lists of questions to ask. And I only had like three questions. And he, he said, why don't you have a whole bunch of questions? I said, you'll find out. Yeah, and, you guys, you guys do have a lot of questions, which is good. It keeps the show going. So, but yeah. then, we, then we find out. You know, we listen to you guys. We listen to you talk, and we figure out. Oh, they're going to tell us something. We're going to have them tell a story. We're going to get them to do this. We're going to get them. Yeah. You know, we don't have to ask questions. We can get you to ask the questions yourself. Yeah, or well, answer well, anything. Andy, yeah, Andy and I are such big personas. That's why. Yes, exactly. And that's what I liked about, you know, it was the first time I had you on, you know, you had us cracking up laughing, especially when you said that you were going to take uh, Brian's mom out for dinner and leave her with two steak dinners to pay for. You know something, Mark? You got to get it right, you nerd. When old Rotten Ronnie comes over to your house, he's going to do one thing. <laughs> He's gonna take your mother out to dinner, and he's gonna take her to the nicest steakhouse in town, and he's gonna let her get the biggest steak, and he's gonna let her have all the sides, the mashed potatoes, the the side salad with the extra dressing, and she's gonna have all the chives and all the cheddar and all the butter on the potato. And you know what I'm gonna do? You know what I'm gonna do, Steve? I'm going to get up, I'm going to go to the bathroom, and I'm going to sneak out the back door, leaving her to pay for not one, but two steak dinners, because that's a rotten thing to do. And then, don't call me rotten for nothing. Shut up, Steve, I'm not done. Now I'm done. You just pulled off, like, Diamond Dallas Page when he was a manager, Ravishing Rick Rude, Cactus Jack, and who else would he have pulled off? Yeah, yeah. I'm on you, dude. That's just rock dude. He's a big asshole. How many you... times have you ever said that? That that, uh, that promo? Yeah. That used to be my go-to promo. Like um, 
I have a friend, uh, Bob Hansen. He's a comedian. And I actually uh, opened his show before his set. I, I came out and I was Rotten Ronnie. And um, people were like, what the fuck is this? And um, I remember when he, when he came out, he's like, yeah, that was my tag team partner. That was Rotten Ronnie Trash. And people were like, what the fuck? Because at a comedy show, you don't. Like, like, yeah, it's funny, but like wrestling comedy and like comedy comedy is different things. Yeah. Like a lot of people are just kind of like, I'm, I'm kind of scared of this guy. Like, what's he going to do to my mother? <laughs> yeah, he had us cracking up laughing on that, that day. Well, and the thing is, what makes a good heel, watch MJF. Michael Jackson forever. I love him. Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Not Michael Jackson forever? No. AEW AEW has a heel, and his name is MJF Maxwell Jacob Freeman. And I swear to God, when they got CM Punk the first time, I I told Mark, and me and Mark, we were talking about it because we're like, you know, CM Punk's gonna sign with AEW because it's new and all that stuff. And I had told them, I said, you know, it'd be funny is if they couldn't get him signed. So when they play Colt the personality, out walks MJF just to stick it to the fans. And we don't have heels like that anymore. We don't no. have the heels that are okay with being hated. They want to be oh. liked. Well, that's the thing. And actually, this was a this was a conversation that I actually had with some of the boys in the back at um, last night's SoCal Pro Wrestling Show. Um a lot of wrestlers nowadays want to be Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. They want to be they want to be the anti-hero. They want to mm-hmm. be a good guy and a bad guy at the same time. They just want but to be that can't. walking badass you motherfucker. Can't. You can't. Because and this and this is what I told them. I said, look, you cannot be that persona. And they're like, well, why? I'm like, because Stone Cold already did it. Yeah. I'm like, you gotta find up, you gotta find something that's original. You can't do shit yeah. that's already been and- done. L.A. Knight is the, you know, he's another one that's got the crowd going that he's. So I actually know. I actually saw some of his stuff, L.A. Knight. I was actually watching it earlier today. That guy's really good. Yes. Mm-hmm. He started off, you know, I remember when he was Eli Drake in uh, 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 yeah. Impact. TNA. TNA. Um, you know, he's an ass. I love TNA. <laughs> I mean, Especially he was always. Especially when Scarlett Bordeaux was on there. Oh, you know, Mark yeah. was on there. Mark was on Tits and Ass. Talk shit about that one, buddy. What episode was that one? Episode seven. You were actually on TNA? No. <laughs> well, no. Like, I could have seen when they would be down in Florida. Oh, going, man, I still got it. No, see, you could have you could have said that when they were doing the uh, um, circus uh, people, performers. When they had them on TNA, yeah, he was the contortionist. Mark was the contortionist. See, TNA was such a good idea until they brought Hulk Hogan and they started doing the WCW shit again. Yeah, uh, that's which what? I I loved when Hogan turned heel. I loved. Oh, yeah, it. everybody did. But at the same time. It already had its shelf life. They overdid it. And the Wolf Pack to this day should have never been called NWO. 
See, I don't know, because like I actually actually just did a before I jumped on this call, I was actually editing um, one of my future releases for the solo series, and um, I actually do uh, WCW NWO Revenge. Okay. Um, and I actually talk about you know the first time I walked into a Funko Land, and I look up and I see this big picture of um, uh, Sting as the, you know Crow Sting. Yeah. I remember I was looking, and I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Oh my god, wrestling is so gay now, you know. And I remember walking out of that Funko Land, and I went home and I was flipping through the channels, and I think I landed on TNT. And the first thing I see for WCW, this limo pulls up, Hulk Hogan gets out wearing an NWO shirt, dressed in all black, and I'm like, I'm like, that's Hulk. Followed by Kevin Nash. I'm like, holy shit, that's Diesel. Followed by Scott Hall. Holy shit, Ranger Ramon. And then I think there was like Ted DiBiase, uh, Kurt Henning, who was Mr. Perfect. And I was just like, I'm just like, okay, what's going on? And I I literally started watching it right then and there. And then I found out that Sting, um, that, that, that guy who I said was gay, I'm like, oh, my God, that's Sting. And I used to watch Sting back in the day when he was the surfer Sting. Well, so it's, it's just it works, man. I'm telling yeah. you, the coolest thing that they did with Sting was they got him out of that surfer gimmick because it had run yeah. its it had r- ran its course, and yeah, then of course the when he comes days. out after pretty much shitting on all the people that said you know that he had turned his back on them. He shows up at the War Games in 96, and he takes on the NWO in that War Games by himself. Yes. And everyone yes. just sits there looking like, this This can't be real. And he goes up to Lex Luger, and he's like, is that good enough for you? Gives him the, you know, the old up yours and walks out. Is that when he was, is that when he was, like, kind of, like, recruiting? No, 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 no. Yeah, this was before when they were saying oh. that uh, yeah. that Sting was the one that turned or is turning to the NWO and yeah. stuff, and you know. The, oh yeah, and yeah. then he and goes they had the on. Fake sting. Yeah, yeah, the fake Sting, and uh, he goes on the next Nitro and cuts. Doesn't even look at the camera. Has his back to the camera and says, "You know, for everyone that's known that I didn't turn on WCW." I got your back, but just know I'll be making some cameo appearances when you least expect it. Well, and then that was, that, that was the last time he talked too for what yeah, almost a year. The next year night he yeah, comes he out quiet. He's got kind of like the Brandon Lee Crow makeup on, yep. but it wasn't the full makeup just yet. It was just yeah, the, it, was, it was like kind of like Ultimate Warrior stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he but had just the, white, the white lines down the eyes thing. Yeah. And he comes out. Someone said cinnamon roll. Cinnamon. Thank you, cinnamon. Oh no, that's oh, Brian. Cinnamon. That's Brian. That's hey, Brian. Brian. Yeah, you couldn't fucking come on here yet, asshole. Well, I he's mean, old, hey, 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 he's old. He has to go to bed now. Oh, yeah, yeah that is he has, true. To, he has to polish his head. But when Steve Borden, who is Sting, came out with that eye with the different look. It was just like, oh my god, did he actually end up going to NWO? Well, and he beats right. up the fake Sting, and then they're 
trying to recruit him in the ring. And he's like, well, this is your big investment. This is all you can do, huh? Shitting on fake Sting. And he's like, Stinger may or may not be in your price range. But there's one thing for sure is that nothing's ever for sure. Matt, Matt, that's your porn name? Yes, yes, it is. It is my porn name, Cinnamon. I, I was figuring it was yeah, coming to the stage. It's Cinnamon, Cinnamon, coming to the stage. Coming to the stage, one night only, Cinnamon. One night only, Cinnamon. I, I thought it was going to be your stripper name. Damn, that's why. What was, was what was Andy's? What did Andy say his was? I forget. We'll have to ask him. Funny. It was funny as shit. But yeah, that the age of anti-hero wrestling is gone. I mean, yeah. Sting stinks can Sting can still do it today, and he oh, does yeah. on AEW. But he's winding down, and he knows when to leave. His uh, yeah. his contract's up in November, so yeah, he's going to have retiring. his final. He's he's going to have one last match, and that was it. Yeah, he's retiring. And I, I would love to see it against uh, if he's going to do it. I'd love to see him do it against Darby Allen. I think that would be an interesting match. Yeah, Sounds but like Darby would have to artist. turn on him. Exactly. That's what I want to see. I, I could never see Sting as a heel again. They tried no. that, and it was garbage. No, even Surfer Sting was, you know, tried to do it as a heel, too. But they just, it didn't work. I was about to say, was he ever a heel? No. Yeah, he was in the Four Horsemen. Or he thought he was. No, he wasn't. That wasn't him turning heel. That was the four horsemen trying to turn good guys, and then it didn't work. No, oh, well, and, and then they, they kicked still him out of there, and that it was on a clash of champions, yeah. and that's was, when Sting injured his knee. Yeah, and went out for a little while too. Yeah, and then of course Jim Hurd. Jim Hurd wanted Flair to drop the belt to Lex Luger, and, and Jim Hurd wanted him to do a lot of things. Uh, Flair yeah. to shave his head and call himself what? Spartacus. Spartacus. Yeah. What? Yep. You never heard that one? No. Watch. Oh, hey, uh, watch the that um, ever gets. <clears throat> no. Um. Watch. Um. Yeah. Do you have Peacock? Yeah. Okay. Watch the death of uh, WCW. Yeah, okay. the rise and the rise and fall of WCW. Yeah, that'll tell you right there um, why Flair left, why aren't Arn Anderson left, and why all these people left. And it wasn't just, uh, you know, it was all to do with uh, the sinking ship too. I will. Yes, yeah, I thought it was all because of Russo, because Vince Russo. Oh no, that was uh, no, uh, he's the one that killed it. He, he's he's that, the one that crashed it after it yeah. already started sinking. Uh, I think Eric Bischoff could have uh, could have done better in that whole thing. If um he would have just if if people would have stayed out of his uh if out of it, well he should have he should have and this is this is the problem with wrestling promotions is you know you have too many chiefs and not enough Indians. Everyone thinks that they can run a wrestling company now, and it's like you can't. Eric Bischoff did really well. Yes, he did. Thing he brought in too many people. Didn't want thunder. And really? I love Thunder. That was I used to love thunder. thunder. And that's why he tried to get Bret Hart so bad, because he wanted Bret Hart to be the flagship of Thunder. He also wanted well, to make, um, you know, uh, WCW Nitro uh, just all of NWO, and then yeah. Thunder WCW. Yeah. 
Yeah. Really? No. Well, the, yeah, and no, you gotta have, have like a yeah. War. In his book, in his book, uh, yeah. uh, Eric Bischoff's book, uh, uh, what? Uh, uh, controversy creates controversy creates cash. cash. He, he says that that was one of my first uh, autobiographies of wrestling that I well, actually. He also said that DX was nothing more than a rip off the NWO. Yeah, I don't. I mean, but, but DX but was it? DX was to me though? was so much different from NWO because NWO they tried didn't... so hard to be gangsta. They kept well, adding but people. Everybody was. About it. But think about this. Think about this. NWO came out first, right? Prior to oh, DX that. forming, right? Yeah. When DX formed. Who were the original members of DX? Hunter, it was Triple H. H. Hunter. It was Road Dog. It was no, Billy no, Gunn. No, no, no. They were the DX Army. The original oh, DX. Shawn Michaels. And Shawn, Shawn, Michaels. Michaels. Shawn Michaels and Hunter in China were, were the first members. And do you know? And do you know why they created DX? Because they wanted to be more attitudinal. They wanted to yeah. be themselves. And, and they also and they also saw all the boys getting pissed off at Triple H and yeah. Shawn Michaels because him, uh, well, Kevin Nash, click. and the click got over click. the click. And a lot of the guys did not like the click. All right, guys. Um, I'm sorry, but I, I got to uh, actually take a phone call, so I'm going to leave all you right. guys. And um, thank you, Stephen, for inviting me. And, Thank uh, you so much for coming on, man. And, and Thrash, um, fuck you. No. <laughs> no, just, Don't I, make I, Thrash I come over it. there. He will bring you to a wrestling event himself. Just hey, he, he, already, hey, he already told me if I wanted to be Chokeslam, he'd do it. Hell, I'd do it. I yeah. I did, believe it or not, before my knees started going bad, wanted to become a professional wrestler. Yeah, so did I, but that's besides the point. Watch the Battle Royal, Mark. I'm Watch going the Battle to. Royal. Matthias right. Pro Wrestling. All right. Yeah. I'll talk to you later. Bye, later, Mark. guys. So, yeah, and I think it's funny that one time Bret Hart actually said that he was asked to be a part of the clique. Hey, I mean, but... If you think about it, I mean, the click was a bunch of like, kind of like known veteran guys at the yeah. time, you know? Well, and... the reason he didn't want to be a part of it was because he wanted to keep wrestling wrestling. He didn't want the showy shit well, that we I got with think, him. I also think he didn't he didn't really care for a few members. Yeah, he so. him and Sean were good friends, but when it started getting like this, that's yeah, when issues started competition gets hot man you know and that's and and jealousy jealousy is an ugly ugly monster oh yeah i mean you can even look at how and it's kind of funny but had hulk hogan said no to being part of the nwo they were gonna go with sting yeah if, if hulk hogan said no to being a bad guy well here's the thing not to shit on Sting, but it wouldn't have worked because you're you're branding Nash and Hall as guys trying to break into WCW and take it over right. as the outsiders. You couldn't have put a WCW guy in there. And if you would have kept it just them three, I think you could have rode that thing until it died off. But when they oh, kept yeah. adding more and more, like Macho yeah. Man to me did not need to be in there. No, I, I thought he was a welcome addition. I, I like it. And see, 
But but he's but he's such a big he's such a big persona. Yeah. That he steals the show. So that's and, why he had to go out and do his own things with like yeah. Diamond Dallas Page and yeah. you know Lex Luger. That's he why he had to Diamond. do his own things because he's so big. He got Diamond Dallas Page on the map. He took the diamond cutter, and that put DDP more on the map than when they threw him the T-shirt and he put it on, and then he diamond cuts Scott Hall. You know. But I will say this: I will say this about Diamond Dallas Page. By the way, Diamond Dallas Page, if you happen to catch this podcast, you are an amazing human being. Yeah. Thank you for everything you do with DDP Yoga yeah. and helping out all those people. But Diamond Dallas Page. I always thought he was an amazing wrestler. Like, oh, he was. I always, I always wanted to see. You, you know, when you when you're a kid and you're watching the Attitude Era, mm-hmm. you know, you you think of dream matches. Like, I always wanted to see Goldberg versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. I also wanted to see Diamond Dallas Page versus The Rock. I think yeah, that would have been. I think that would have been amazing if they, you know, combined it in, in like 1997, 1998 when that. Could you was imagine top. that pay per view? WWE versus WCW, a pay-per-view. Whoo! But I will always say this about Vince. He needs to stop playing a victim when another company comes in. Yeah. Because when WCW came in, he was trying to say, oh, well, you know, they're so bad for your kids. And yet he was, it was all because he was losing the federation that he had built. Yeah, he was losing money. And it's like, that's why I don't like Vince. I like the product. I didn't like the product lately until now where it's starting to pick up and Triple H is at least trying to make it viable. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's... And of course, Vince being the revisionist that he is, he wants to take credit for Hulkamania and all that. Hulkamania started in St. Paul, Minnesota, when two wrestlers by the name of Jumpin' Jim Brunzel, part of the Killer Bees, also part of White Bear Lake, Minnesota, and Greg Ganya grabbed Hogan's yeah. and ripped it off, and the crowd went nuts. But Vern didn't have the wherewithal to put the belt on Hogan. Because yeah. Vern wanted some of his royalties from him going over to Japan and Hogan said no. Right. So yeah, then he I mean, always but, said, Well, you're not getting the belt then. But also, you know, if, if Hulk never went to WWF, we would have never had the rock and roll wrestling era. And we would have never like we were as kids, getting we would have never had like that Hulkamania experience. We were kind of getting it was kind of happening in AWA. But not to the point where Vince did. Yeah, because Vince, MTV Vince was, was big. MTV coming about and all yeah. that was huge. Yeah, that's what that's what put WWF on the map. Yeah. Is all and that. then the Sydney Lopner thing helped out too. Yeah, I mean, remember Which, she she did that video for the Goonies, and she had like yeah. all those guys in the video. Lou Albano, amazing. Yeah, Lou Albano was was in it. You had Andre in the video. I you would, had Iron Sheik, you had Nikolai Volkov, you had all those dudes in there. It was awesome. I wish Roddy was still alive because if oh, I yeah, Roddy Piper was in it, got him on the show, I would have loved to have asked him how much hate and how many people wanted to get to him when he kicked Sidney Lopner in the head. Yeah, to no, set I, up I WrestleMania. 
I remember I had a friend who met uh, Roddy Piper at, I think it was Comic-Con, and he actually asked Roddy Piper to put him in the sleeper. And he has a picture of Roddy Piper putting him in the sleeper. And you can tell, like, if you look at Roddy's face, yeah. he's like, here you go, motherfucker. They <laughs> like, live is one of the underrated movies that Roddy was in. I love They Live. That's one of my I favorite movies. I, I love it. There's people out there that are like, oh, The Rock is such an amazing movie star. And he is. But I'm like, you want to see the best movie star that was a wrestler? I put in They Live. They Live, man. I, I Like I said, I absolutely love that movie. And I also love um, Hell Comes to Frogtown. That's a fucking, I haven't seen that one yet. That's a fucking horrible movie with Roddy Piper. But you know what? He just makes it. Like, Roddy yeah. Piper really makes it. I mean, how many people do you know being a first-time actor, would go up to an established director like a John Carpenter and be like, hey, you know, my character doesn't really have that much to say. I got this list of stuff I was wanting to say in promos. Can I incorporate them into my character? And then, of course, John Carpenter saying, go ahead, man. And then not on top of that, to do a fight scene, not ad-libbed, no practice, and get it done on the first take. I love that fight scene. It's so long, and it's just this big old, like, just Put big old sweaty brawl. I love it. Put on the glasses. No. Put on the glasses. No. It was like it was like two brothers fighting. Yeah. Keith David. Now will you put on the glasses? Yeah. You dirty yeah. motherfucker. Yeah, right? Hell yeah. But, I suppose we should probably wrap this up. I've kept you Yeah, let's let's get it wrapped. I gotta I gotta go downstairs and get we're gonna do popcorn shrimp. So you better you better go hook up Alyssa after this and tell him. Hey, you know, I always do. So everyone, this is Matt Thrash, part of Retro Rental Review and also SoCal Wrestling. Go check SoCal Pro out. Wrestling. SoCal Pro Wrestling. Sorry about that. I'm gonna get okay. beat up for that one. You watch. Jeff Dino might beat you up. You better watch out. Go check them out. Link is down in the description for their pot for their YouTube channel. And too bad Anthony or Anthony Andy couldn't be on here. But you know what? We'll we get got him. Matt. We'll get Andy, we'll get Andy next time. Yep. And hey, Matt, if you guys ever want a guest, I'll come. Okay. On I mean, we're we're not we're not ready for guests yet, but you know there there have been a lot of people asking us. But I would you know when we when we get a little bit more notoriety and stuff like that, then we'll we'll start asking guests. You know, absolutely. Oh, you guys do a great thing. I love what you do. Thank Can't you. say that enough about you guys. Go check them out, though. That is Matt Thrash. I am Stephen Jarvis. Go check out Talking Shit as well, because you know. Mark or Brian will talk shit about your mother, or they'll have Rod and they'll cry after your mother, and they'll cry. They'll cry. Yep. We 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 don't want to see grown man cry. So you know, check out talking shit. Yep. See y'all next time. Welcome into Metalhead Journeys. What is Metalhead Journeys? It's exactly how it sounds. It's a journey through the world of metal by a couple of metalheads. Are you thinking of getting into metal? Where do you begin? There are so many different subgenres. What bands are good? What albums are good? 
We'll provide answers to all of those questions. We'll handle all the research and do all the dirty work by listening to the good, the bad, and the ugly, so you don't have to. Classic albums, new albums, bands no one's ever heard of. Get ready as we'll applaud and criticize with the same passion. This is Metalhead Journeys.